recording. Yeah. So Game Over Man was supposed to be like our comical diehard. Yeah. I but and- I mean like full homo. I don't care. Two and a half minutes of Adam Devine's naked schlong bouncing around my face was you think that was real? I, it was a hundred percent real. Dude. Listen to the podcast. It was a hundred percent real. He's hung. <laughs> he's hung, I dude. Was cry laughing the whole hey, time. Babe! We were debating. This was a debate. <laughs> I was I was a little emasculated. This dude's I, I mean feel he's, like he's flaccid hanging six inches. I, I feel like there was a small that that has to be a small tip of the hat shot taken at uh Sasha Baron Cohen, the guy who plays Borat. Yeah. From the Borat episode where they're wrestling in the hotel with the rubber fist. Yes. Not episode movie, but I wonder if Jasmine's gonna poke her head in here. Oh, we legitimately like we we had a moment where we're like, was that is that really his dick? <laughs> I mean, for, for real, like I am I am totally comfortable with my sexuality to say that Adam Devine <laughs> Devine has a has a A plus long. I'm so glad this is not the first podcast that we are monetizing. <laughs> yeah, I guarantee we'd be that's how we're starting it. <laughs> we should roll back the clocks and bring this conversation up at the end when we pitch open partnerships for 2022 <laughs> like great idea. Yeah. i'll stop recording and i'll start it over no no don't you dare don't you dare we are just <laughs> as god made us okay there's no way all right but uh Here why don't go. you start live streaming let's do this thing let's do it okay this is uh this is one of the first structured podcasts we've had in a very long time and we had discussed i'm going to just keep rolling and if people but it's it's 4 30 on a sunday i don't think many people are going to be on facebook watching it yeah it could be wrong though but um this is one of the first structured podcasts that we have had in in quite a long time actually now that i think about it yes most of ours are really even when we have guests god bless those people that decide they want to join in on this but even when we have guests i think five minutes before every podcast you and i are like oh shit yeah, I mean, I do a slight bit of prep work if we have a guest, like to try to not ask, like when we had Scotto on, like to not ask the typical, what's your origin? What's your backstory? Tell but us about your origin story. That's Spider-Man. about the amount of preparation that we do in this one. Yeah. You came up with the idea. I'll, I'll give you credit. It's come and, on. It's just all I did was copy every other podcast yeah. in the universe. No, it's not no. like I came up with anything. Not really. I mean, yes and no, but I mean, our approach on it, I think, is drastically different than what everybody else does all to say we're pivoting the business a little bit a little little bit of a pivot you gotta you gotta be able to pivot for those of you listening to the podcast i just turned in my rolly chair to show pivoting i don't have one i would use my hips but the thing is i got a weak core and i don't want my ribs to snap i have a milk stool you have a do you yeah you milking you milk i actually have one of those too yeah uh, it sits too high i don't want to lord over anybody these callous hands. Nobody wants to be milked by these callous hands. <laughs> um, so the, oh man, every time I start like turning the podcast on in the background so I can watch the comments, it always starts to echo my headset. Yeah. And it just trips me out. So here's what we got. The future episodes of the clapped out podcast, we are going to at least have uh at least 30 to 40 minute segment eventually in my opinion and rye echo this if you feel the same the whole episode will center around an automotive story both yeah. historically or current events um you know who done it style stuff let's yeah. let's i will absolutely go tmz up in this mfr because i have no shame <laughs> uh, but anyway that's kind of the angle we're taking now instead of almost mindless just geriatric idiots talking at each other mainly rye because you're the oldest of the two here whoa I'm easy young dude. and young and virile look i stopped dyeing my beard because it still I took is so much flack. jet black though you got Thank a couple you. grays in there there's a few here couple. There. touch of gray but yeah it wasn't just just it wasn't just for men yeah. it was also for rye it was just for rye as i like to say <laughs> <laughs> today <laughs> today's Today's uh, adaptation of our new direction brings apart a familiar subject to some and others not so familiar. Rye, you are 
one of the people that I feel cannot connect very deeply with this because you served one employer for 20 years. Yes. And then, and then quit for no reason, which is weird to me that you did that. Before you go into what it is, can we preface this that I have no idea what we're talking about today? This is all yes. the research and the um, quote unquote writing. Because Logan sat down and took some time to type out what we're going to talk about today. So we have an agenda, we have an outline, blah, blah, blah. I am completely blind, and that's going to be the format. We're going to kind of bounce this back and forth. I don't have a bibliography, but just assume that I wrote everything. <laughs> I'm going to need, when this is all over, I'm going to need to see all your references, yes. your, your sources, and... Um, don't do this. You what is oh, you did take, you took an English class. I took an English class. What is you it? You did. What is it called? Your bibliography. Not bibliography. Your MLA is, format. MLA format. That's what there I'm talking go. about. Yeah. <laughs> so excited. Which is the stupidest. <laughs> Stop. You have a lot to go. If you go ever. back to school, like we've talked, you're. It's going to happen. Wait. And I, Logan and I had multiple conversations about my first, my first college class that I took 17, 18 years as a United States Marine. And I finally go like, you know what? Mm, They've been offering to pay for it for like, <laughs> I might as well go all this time. Like I should do something. So they're like, well, what classes, what do you want to learn about? I'm like, I don't fucking know. Um, let me just get like, what's the, what's the general associates? Like, yeah, let's just go for that until I figure let out. Let me what, get my gen eds out of the way. Yeah. Let me just, you know, I'll figure out where I want to go from here. And they're like, well, you got some options. Here's your core classes you need to take. I'm like, oh, English. I speak English. Been doing it for like 38 fucking years. Oof. Dude. Brutal. You started talking when you were two, late bloomer. Brutal. And there's this, like, and then I get this teacher who was super nerdy, but trying to be super edgy, but like, you know, my, I, the phrase that I hate, it is what it is. Let's break that down. Like, dude. Anyway. Anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> Logan. All right, guys, welcome to Clap Down. This is way more structured. Here comes Tangent Boy with a bibliography rant. Here That's what we're goes. doing. Oh, I'm sorry. Am I riffing too soon? You know, <laughs> the it's rifing is what I yeah, call it. Rifing. It's, it's don't ever change because I really do. <laughs> the pits of your soul start to expose themselves and it's hilarious to I'm me. I'm just saying I want to see references and make sure you're not plagiarizing anything. This better be original thoughts by Logan. Ready, go. Yeah, no, absolutely. A lot of original stuff here. Um, so anyway, back to the subject at hand. A lot of us that are in the common man's world, not the working for the government side, Rye, there has been times that you decide to move on from an employer. And I have been blessed in the recent uh, years to not have like violent breakups. There have been some from my youth that I feel could have, they could have handled it better because I am never at fault. But this story, it actually peaked in 2021, and I saw this story come out, and I read into it, and I immediately was like, I sided with the assailant in the story because I thought it was funny. And after doing a little bit of a dive here, I really don't know whose side to take, and I'm interested to get your views on the subject at hand. So I'm going to dive right into it. And this story involves a shop called AOK -OK Walker Auto Parts based in Peachtree, Georgia. And a former employee named Andreas Flatten. In January 2021, sorry, AOK. Okay, you, you go ahead. You, you get it all out, bud. It's so close to flatulence. I can't not giggle. I'm going to wait for you. To, I'm done. You sure? Yeah, just call him. Please just call him Andre the rest of the time. In January 2021, AOK -Okay Walker Auto Works in Peachtree, Georgia had to settle an ex employee's request for their final paycheck. Andreas Flatten was the manager of this facility, but decided to part ways after a supervisor decided to neglect part of his hiring agreement that would allow him to leave work at 5 p.m. every day, allowing him to pick up his kids from childcare. And this was per this Woodman edition editorial piece. Just for reference, the reason for leaving work is subject to discussion, and the employer is not open to legally open to unveiling the departure and what was going on there. But per the uh, Andreas Flatten, the, the ex-employee, he left because his supervisor wouldn't leave, let him leave at five. Yeah. So upon his departure, Flatten was owed a total sum of $915. So he was in the red 915 to AOK -OK Walker. He contacted the Department of Labor because he hadn't gotten paid 
which in itself is ridiculous. I don't know if you've ever tried to call a federal government anything. Obviously, you have. It's insane. But these Fetty boys, they did the damn thing. They got in touch with OK Walker Auto Works, and then months just started to pass and, and no response and nothing. So he's owed 915 bucks from his employer. And, and Rye, I'll take your opinion on this. Like, if you are told when you're hired somewhere that you can leave at five to get your kids, my personal opinion is I'm leaving at five. I'm out. Like, I'm sorry, dude. I'm gone. I got to pick my kids up. Yeah, absolutely. Like, so I don't. Any minute you stay there longer, yeah. like, or any minute your kid has to stay at daycare longer, um, you know, daycare will cost you more money. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't even know what the public school option is. I don't even want to dream of it, like, or dread yeah. finding out because it's, yeah, it's. That's I've, I've never, I don't have kids, so I don't know. I mean, I understand the implications from a cost standpoint if you're in private daycare. They're the I, most I important kids, but they're the most important thing in your entire world. Like nothing else matters. Nothing. Yeah. So this dude is the his side of this story is and, and later on, it gets kind of funny because you have to just assume the employer side of this of why he left or quit because he legally is bound to not discuss why. Yeah. Why this dude quit but at any rate 915 bucks he's owed which is not small change especially during covid like you need the money you need the money like yeah bear in mind he quits during covid too which like if you get fired during COVID, i don't know the covid like unemployment rules but i have to assume that it wasn't it's not as easy if you quit versus being fired so it also varies state by state um one thing we just i, I don't know what george is is in georgia right so like here, yes. here in North Carolina, we got from the state, no, um, like in, what do you call it? Incentives, like no, like kickbacks or anything like that. I wouldn't say incentives because incentives is not a bad way to put it though. I mean, you're incentivized. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. <laughs> I got it. Let's do it. Let's go. <laughs> um, but no, because of like, like, so we were just in California, um, over December. So for example, out there, uh, my in-laws, they're they got like twelve hundred dollar EBT cards, mm-hmm. and everybody in the state got those. That's my dad. He's in Chicagoland, and um, when school sister, he's a bus driver. And same deal. Like that COVID relief stuff actually helped him a ton, which I'm all for it. Yeah, I, I'm cool with it. But yeah. at any rate, the dude quits his job in the midst of COVID. The reason, in his opinion, is pretty clear, and we have a blurry version on the other side that we can't really hear the end of so it just is what it is so already the story as i'm reading into it i'm like man i don't like not having the actual facts in front of me about what what transpired and you could do a little bit of digging but it just gets real murky because both sides are just going for each other's jugular but at any rate um this all happened in january okay so following the january breakup valentine's day comes and goes kids all over the country gearing up for covid filled spring break ridiculousness March 12th rolls around. Bear in mind, this dude quit like December, January is when he, he X out of there. March 12th rolls around and that's sound effects. That's a big part of the podcast. Was that, <laughs> that was good, right? It's an audio only it's format. Audio, it's audio great. only. So that's his door. <laughs> that that door starts knocking. In case and your Andreas, door doesn't sound like that. <laughs> Andreas cracks the door open and who's standing there? Miles Walker. The owner of the shop that he quit. So Miles Walker standing there. And I, I don't know if he was with a posse. He had to because of what occurs here. He had to have at least one other person with him. But he's there. And he's and I have like, I've done my version of how this conversation went. I'm, there's no like court stenographer because this was, <laughs> there's no ring camera. This is, this is how this conversation went. Okay. See, this is where I wish you would have sent me the script. I so know we, we, we could, could back and forth. And maybe right next time just we do next, that. Yeah. That's the next time you just send me the script. Don't give me any background. You, t- just t- go. T- you know, enough, you know, enough. I want you to riff the conversation with me. I play the role of miles Walker. You play the role of Andreas flatten. Who's owed 915 bucks. And you have waited months for your 915 bucks. Okay. Yep. But you're also a pussy that walks out on your, on your job. So either way. I mean, in this version, I mean, he's also a tough guy to quit on good terms. You ready? Yep. All right. You're supposed you, to answer the door. You, you got to knock. Like, I, whole, never, I never answered the door on the first knock. 
Okay, well, let me no. call. Hold on. If it's because it's usually it's you, usually it's UPS okay. or FedEx, and they just fucking. All right, okay, 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 okay. Let's still rewind it. I'll, do, okay. I'll knock twice. Right. This yeah. start it over again. Yeah, go. All right, my draft, my draft. Hello. Doors opening. Yeah. Oh man, you got a lot of balls. Hey, showing up here. I'm hey. Miles Walker. You I'm are the on. owner of the shop. You quit earlier this year. I got your cash, just like you asked. I'm gonna leave it at the top of the driveway, not a step further. Uh, have you lost your mind? Because I'll fucking help you find it. No, it's okay. I got your cash as okay. requested. He's he's in Georgia, so I assume Southern. I got your cash as requested. I'm going to leave it at the top of the goddamn driveway. I'm not going to move it a step further. Why can't you just cut me a check like a normal person? Because no, I'm now a, this story is starting to become more and more familiar to the person who's playing me. And I swear to God, if there is don't a... You dare, don't you dare do it. Don't you do it. Just respond as if you are, in fact, Andreas Latin. <laughs> Can I put can I put your pay can I put your pay at the top of the driveway like I said I would? Yes. Just say yes, you piece of shit. I'm just okay. I, I just I have some I have some apprehensions. That's all I'm Game saying. Game over. That's now all I'm saying. The door closes. I have some terrible, terrible, terrible. No, no, no. Improv. No, we're good. You're I'm not closing the door because I'm gonna watch you do it. Okay, actually, you do close the door, you jackass. So the door closes. You actually, if you you're listening to this at home, Rye has his arms crossed and he is very salty about me slamming. I'm sorry. Andreas has crossed his arms and he's very upset. He's very upset that I have just demeaned and demoralized him on his own property. I swear. At this point, I, I, no, I'm, I'm not in character anymore. At this point, Miles Walker decides <laughs> this is the best. Wait, I'm, Miles I'm, Walker. I'm Miles, right? No, you're, there's no more improv. Oh, I'm Andreas. I'm Andreas. Okay. Yeah, Let me write that yeah. down. You, you don't need to. You're good. We're done with the script, though. So you're good. There's no more interaction between us. We're done. Hey! No, so <laughs> at this point, Miles Walker, after this exchange with Andreas, the former employee, Miles Walker goes back to his truck and gets a fucking wheelbarrow <laughs> with a hunt. And this is an exact figure. 100,003 pennies, 750 dimes, <laughs> two quarters and a single nickel. And he drops 500 pounds of change in this man's fucking driveway. And on top of this pile of change, he sets the dude's pay stub. And Andreas walks out there to this insane, uh, like unsightly situation and, and claims that there's like this oily substance in the coins, like they poured grease or something on it, which is refuted by Miles. But at any point, yeah. We are stuck at this place with 500 pounds of coins in this dude's <laughs> driveway. What do you do, Rye, if it was you? Oh. Not you as Andreas, but you as you. What are you doing? I'm glad you asked. Uh, so I will, I'm going to refer back to 2007, 2006 timeline. So I used to work with this kid. I say kid. We were both kids, same time. Um, and he went to, uh, he bought a new house. He went to Pier 1 Imports, real classy place, and got a Pier 1 credit card because he got like a 10% discount. I really, so, I really hope this ends with you telling me what you would do in this situation instead it's, of telling it's the gonna, story about it's Pier gonna, 1. It's going to. So he bought a whole bunch of crap from Pier 1. Clothes, like whatever, not clothes, but you know, furnishings, blah, 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 blah. Racked up like a $2,000 bill. So he calls up the credit card company to pay the bill. And now this is... You know, 2007, times are different. You couldn't pay everything online. And they're like, oh, you need to go into the store to pay. And he goes, that wasn't part of the deal here. He's like, I'm just trying to pay my bill. And like, no, we're going to inconvenience you and make you go into the store. So I said, hey, you know what you should do? You should just go to the bank and get like, it was, this is like a $2,000 bill. I was like, you should just go to the bank and get a bunch of ones. Like tell him you're throwing a bachelor party for a friend. Go get a bunch of ones. So he went to the bank, got a bunch of ones, and then we stood there in our shop and crumpled up all these dollar bills and threw them into garbage bags. And he went to Pier 1 Imports, dumped them on their desk as an FU to the company. So, so your friend's just a fucking asshole. No, I'm sorry. Because if you come to my driveway and you dump 
a whole bunch of pennies and whatever the hell on my driveway. That's legal U.S. tender. I'm like, cool. I'll mm-hmm. I'll 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 one up you. I'm gonna find somebody to go to back to that shop that needs to get some sort of mechanical work done, oil change, whatever. Mm-hmm. And when they're done with the work and it's time to pay, I'm not gonna be the person to go in there. I'm gonna have somebody else go in there on my behalf and dump the same shit you dumped in my driveway. I'm dumping it right back in your fucking counter. So and you're gonna cl- give the, the company business? Yeah. I'm, I don't give a shit. Dude, nine hundred and fifteen dollars over the course of how many months? Like, I mean, I get it. Some people are a little bit more tied for money, but me, nine hundred fifteen dollars is not gonna make or break me. I'm not trying to sit here. Oh, balling nine fifteen. Like, so when you walk in the shop and there's a sign that says "No change accepted," and you go to pay with change, and it's clearly stated they don't take change. Legal U.S. tender, sir. Give me my car back. So how can all US these tender. stores? Yeah, but all these stores today that don't accept cash because of the coin shortage. Legal U.S. tender. If you really want to raise a big enough stink, you can get that cash taken. Trust me. So if what you want, I've learned is if you want buddy, me, if you, I want your product or your service, and if it's like if you want the money and you want to survive and keep your freaking head above water, you're gonna take my cash. What I have learned about you is that you're an asshole. That no, takes no, I'm advantage not. I'm, of, I'm not of saying people that, at Pier One that are that, don't deserve the the horrible atrocities that you i have. didn't do it i just you helped it. crumble the bills up <laughs> what are you talking about you can't that's like loading a gun for a murder and being like i didn't do shit yeah I balled one in the gun. Up. look i'm just saying like his his previous employer if, if, if his previous employers could obviously an asshole because he tried to pay him in pennies and coins and all this oh. nonsense it yeah, it's better. Like, it always gonna, gets better. Trust I'm, me. It's, I'm it's the delivering. I'm paying you in a fucking snow shovel, son. Sit down. Yeah. Right. This gets better. So let's, trust me. Trust go. me. This 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 gets much much better. Okay. Let, let so, me say that's where I'm at right now. Yeah. So note to self: rise a dick and don't ever give him any type of credit line because he'll pay in single dollar bills. <laughs> <laughs> so, after I read all this stuff, it had me. It piqued my curiosity. So I just, I jump online and I browse the internet for a little while and I end up finding the post that was put up by Miles Walker and it makes it absolutely hilarious. So the fallout from this, his stunt was pretty swift. The internet is ruthless as we all know. An excerpt from his rant that he posted concerning the backlash is an amazing thing to read. He notes early on that he cannot legally discuss his employees shortcomings then goes on to describe what they've been greeted with as a result of what he posted. So the other thing to note here, before I, I'm going to read word for word what he has posted in this rant, because it is, I, it's too much. It's hilarious as fuck. And this is the stuff. prior employee, just to be clear, right? No, no, no. This is the owner of the shop. Oh, okay. Okay. I got to look this, the beginning of it up. If I can find it. So the beginning of the rant, and I'll, if I can't find it quickly, then I'm just going to, I'm going to back off. Um, yeah, it doesn't matter. I can't find it. But the beginning of this rant, I have to find the link, but the beginning, he just starts, he says, I can't, I'm paraphrasing. I basically, I can't say anything about why he was, why he quit or his ultimate end of his employment. Maybe he was stealing. Maybe he was, he shit his pants. Maybe he was touching himself in customer cars, but he led all these comments with maybe, to like dissolve any type of like it's plausible deniability. Like I yeah. said, maybe I didn't <laughs> say he did those things, which everyone you read, it gets subsequently worse and worse and worse. And you're like, did this dude jerk it in customer cars? And then, uh, hey, hey, stroke break. Here's the thing. People get smoke, jerked it in customer smoke, cars smoke and then break. quit. It's pretty ridiculous that he was able to get away with this. Like yeah, he's yeah. beaten it and then quits. That's awesome. Yeah, anyway. I mean, not in the car. There's a time and a place. So I can't read. Uh, I don't have that in front of me, but I have the follow-up to this, which is the the very next paragraph in this long-winded rant that just gets just so much better as you go. So it starts off with, quite frankly, if you think what we did, again, let me back this up before I dive in hard. You're just joining us. This is the owner of the shop in his response to all of the negative press he got for dumping 500 pounds of pennies in his ex-employee's driveway. <laughs> This is his response because people blasted him. All these websites picked it up and made him out to be a piece of shit. So this is his response that he posted publicly and then took down. But thank God for the internet, they saved it. 
quite frankly, if you think what we did warrants the 80 plus death threats, the thousands of overly aggressive phone calls, the thousands of disturbing emails, the thousands of false reviews and the gag gifts we have received, then you are not the kind of people we want to do business with, which basically excludes you and me, Rye, from ever doing business with him. I, I want to know what gag gifts he got. I know, same. Well, I must admit, some of them have been very humorous and have provided us many hours of enjoyment, Fleshlight. Most are innocent enough. Like children having a temper tantrum, it is obvious that they are trying to keep their voice low, attempting not to alert their mothers. It is truly amazing how self-important the cancel culture thinks it is. They do. They just do not seem to understand. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Time out. Time out. Hold on, hold on. Nobody that owns an automotive shop is getting canceled as for being a part of like cancel culture. Celebrities. Wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. I think you're I disagree because I think cancel culture is is part of the amount of connectivity we have as a, as a, as a society now. So like cancel uh, culture, like put it this way, cancel culture could come after clapped out if, if they saw anything I did in college. So disrespect. That, that's what I'm there. saying. That's what I'm saying. Like they're digging back 15 years ago to see what people did 10, 15 years ago. Like, Oh, hey. Oh, now, now he's ascending to a point of success. Let Kristen me, Bell, let me Kristen stop Bell posted. That. Kristen Bell posted pictures at Los Angeles Police Department, and okay. the entire internet's trying to cancel her. Okay, okay, okay. Kristen Bell is not AOK Automotive. From no, no, no Bunch, but it's Fox, I'm saying Georgia that is what I'm the, saying. I'm saying the sensitivity <laughs> of this society to stuff is ridiculous. I understand the, that. I'm just saying it's not the same people. The same people get, going after Kristen Bell are not the same people going after. No, obviously not the exact same people, but I think the mentality is the same. When you get 3,000 plus fake reviews on a page that basically destroy you in Google rankings, so now you're not going to show up in research results. People that drive by were throwing shit at their shop. People, I mean, it was a huge... They literally, they tried to put this business under. And and trust me, cancel culture may prevail here, just so you're aware. So, anyway. Go ahead, go ahead. Going, moving on. the, the, The note is not over. Uh, it is truly amazing how self-important cancel culture thinks that it is. They just do not seem to understand that we will not be canceled. We will fight to the bloody end. Here, and, and the other thing to bear in mind is this was picked up by CNN, CNBC, uh, uh, NBC, ABC. Every news outlet reported on this. So millions of people saw the story. And when they see the story, the first thing that any of these Karens are doing is going to their Facebook page and their Google page to shit on them yeah. with part of the story. Yeah. So... This guy writes the following. Here are some details about what really happened. The many lies perpetrated by the former employee, his girlfriend, and the media are vast. Ooh, I love it when the girlfriend is involved. It's my favorite oh, part. Oh, dude. He <laughs> <laughs> you knows number one. Well. <laughs> so good. Number one, the U.S. Department of Labor approved his payment. We specifically asked if we could pay him in cash of any denomination. The U.S. Department of Labor stated on record that they did not care how he was paid, comma, just pay him. Legal tender. Legal tender. Number two, there were no laws broken. Two law enforcement professionals were consulted beforehand, as well as a civil attorney and a criminal attorney. Number three, there were exactly 100,003 pennies, 750 dimes, two quarters, and a nickel, and his pay stub in the pile. That is a lot more than we were legally obligated to give him. Why so much more? We figured that he would have enough intelligence to just have the pennies counted and exchanged. The most expensive change processor we could find charged 10%. We wanted to make sure he got every penny he requested. That's fair. Number four, the whole event was filmed from start to finish. We have it. Number five, this was done during daylight hours. We arrived at his home at 6.30 p.m. and spoke to former employee face-to-face to explain that we had his money and that it would be placed at the top of his driveway he accepted number six <laughs> no <idiot>. one <laughs> so good number six no one employed by aok walker put grease on the pennies in our opinion the former employee and his girlfriend did that to make this more explosive and go figure the keyboard warriors just ate it up the one thing they proved is pure ignorance on their part if it's on the internet it's true didn't you know Number seven, pennies are cash. They are federally backed United States currency and are good for all debts, public or private. Everyone should know this. If you need proof, just ask Coinstar. Remember, they bought them for profit. Yeah. Number eight. Legal U.S. tender. The female who had accused me of pulling down her pants in the... (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. Time out. Hold on. Remember when I said you couldn't cancel somebody? I take it back. So... (laughs) 
this is where shit this is where shit gets real go ahead okay let me (laughs) i gotta back it up i want to i want to state very very clearly there was no there was nothing floating around the internet about this random chick and the storyline. Wait, wait, is so this the fa- news to you right now? No, no, no. Yeah, oh, okay, it's news okay. to me. I wrote the fucking article. It's news to me, you piece of shit. <laughs> no, the the reason I was so like drawn away from this is there was nothing on the internet at all that implied this yeah. situation had occurred. So like this dude in his list is nine points. Number eight came out of left field. And I'm like, why the why did you bring like, this no, up? Nobody no said one that. is talking about this. <laughs> You're almost like incriminating himself. Like, why are you defending yourself against something you didn't do? My assumption is locally, this this the guy's girlfriend or wife or whatever was running her mouth. Oh. And and it was like his like his step up to like, I'm not doing this stuff, not realizing like news channels yeah. didn't pick up a sexual harassment story because there was no substance to it. Like and, imagine, and imagine number ten, the, and number 10 for the record. I am not a bad tipper at pizza. Dave's number 11. I did not fuck a grapefruit in seventh grade. <laughs> so at any rate, all of these things are like leading towards number when number eight hit, I'm like, what? I didn't, I didn't understand it, but don't worry. There are five sub points to his main number eight point we're gonna go somewhere on this journey everybody fucking pack a bag let's go number eight (laughs) the female that accused me of pulling down her pants in the lobby in front of others did not happen it's my opinion that she has a bit of an axe to grind and is looking for her 15 minutes of fame sub point number one she has never been an employee of this company Never. Although we did work together at other shops many, many years ago. Strangely enough, she followed me from one shop to another for years. Definitely the behavior of an abused coworker. Number two, the accusation is a flat out lie. I have never done anything like that to anyone, much less a female, like much less a female. I'll slap my buddy's dick in front of everybody. But a girl, <laughs> off limits. Number three, I have reached out to all of our fellow coworkers at the alleged time she claims this happened and none have any recollection of this event. They do recall her stating many times as to her dick being bigger than anyone in the shops and her rubbing her crotch in front of them and then sniffing her fingers. Number four. <laughs> what a classy broad. I like, I like the cut of her <laughs> jib, right? Number four. As to her motivation to publicly make this claim several years ago, I was subpoenaed to testify against her mother in a divorce hearing. My testimony contributed to her mother losing a large part of the financial settlement she was seeking. Number five, at this time, we are working with our attorneys as to whether or not we should pursue litigation against her. So those were the five subpoints of number eight, that there was a female in this story that, and I had no names, that accused him of pulling her pants down in a lobby in front of others. What, at what point would even, what, what, what? Even okay, if you're making a story up about this dude, why would you make the story that he pulled he pants you? It's I don't I don't get that. I don't understand. What I don't get is how this became national news. No, it's, don't. It's I mean, welcome it, I, to I get, America. All right, Kim <laughs> Kim West Kim Kim Kardashian West dating some ugly SNL guy is like everything anyone could talk about. Yeah, it's way. I, I guess this is way more interesting. What would you rather watch? This is this is like Automotive Tiger King. This is Tiger King. It's Crotch Pennies versus it's, Kim K. Everybody's like, pennies. oh, can we make this the next Crotch Pennies? Like, or so, Tiger King? Tiger so, King 2 Crotch Pennies? This is number nine of his list, okay? This is his final... I'm going to let you finish before I start yeah. throwing my Are you sure? Up. You yep. sure? Okay, no. just making sure. Because I'm I can not. stop right now if you want. Tell us another Pier 1 story, you piece of shit. Number yeah. nine. Disgruntled employees. Sure, I have some. What employer doesn't? They're former employees for a reason. <laughs> Just before I, pretty go good. Further, pretty good. before I go any further, if you have a disgruntled employees, fire them. Fucking can them because why wouldn't you, right? Yeah. Like, don't try to fix the problem. Just let them go. What? They're former employees for a reason. Keep in mind, we also have former employees that are not disgruntled. FYI, he doesn't even spell out for your information. He writes in his like bullshit FYI. 
FYI, their last paychecks were in check form and not pennies. So it's not it's not saying for your FYI. No, it's just saying FYI. CBS 46 ran an interview with four former employees to try and further their agenda where they attempted to disparage this company. You should demand to see the entire interview. According to two of the employees, they spoke very highly of me for several minutes and that was edited out. Funny how that happens with the lamestream media. Wow. Which, so those are his points. The last point he made about them editing stuff out, I can I can buy that. I mean, if you're trying to push a story and get viewers and this thing is captured, I mean, this was like, a, people were talking about this shit for a minute. Yeah. So if you're trying to like sensationalize it, I could like, let's cut the stuff out where he's an okay guy. I could see that being fact. So are they going, they're going after the owner operator of the company or the manager or... They're just going after the company and saying like he's a piece of shit for doing what he did. And I guess who's, I guess I'm asking who's the face of this organization. Miles Walker, the guy that just wrote that okay. whole dissertation. Okay, Miles, <laughs> you really got some public speaking like lessons to learn here, buddy. Or just <laughs> the only lesson I see is shut up. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, pay somebody to write a formal pay statement. Pay him in whatever dickhead way you want to pay him, and then bounce. And just retract and roll back. Like, like, yeah, I get it. Legal U.S. tender. So he did, but the guy he paid ran to the news. Yeah. And so it's like, it's I, sort of I like. I would say he's got a point. I think his 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 idea of preemptive, not preemptive. All right, um, you have all the info of what occurred here. Whose team are you on? Dude, I was kind of on. So obviously at first I was on employees team they got shit canned and then i was like you know what i'm gonna bounce back i'm gonna go back on old mike's here like you know maybe he was toxic and uh you know who knows and he went above and beyond hey the dude agreed i'm gonna dump a wheelbarrow full of pennies in your driveway <laughs> i wish i knew if the dude saw the wheelbarrow <laughs> like just dude scoop him up and take your fucking ass to coinstar cash him in and go on with your life it's $915 over the course of months. Again, yeah. I refer back to it's, I mean, maybe for that individual, it was a deal breaking thing. I understand. I, 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 I might be speaking out of context here. However, Mike, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Stop talking. Dude. <laughs> Just so everybody's aware, Mr. Mike Finnegan had a comment about Rye's appearance, and I quote, Rye looks like a homeless dude squatting in a mechanic shop. Where? Which, um, oh, I thought that's what you're talking about. No, not Mike. I'm talking about Mike, the dude that owns the company. What's his name? Oh, oh, Mike, what the dude that coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anybody named Mike, shut up. <laughs> oh, Finnegan's comment was oh. perfect timing that could not have come at a better time i thought you paused because you saw his comment you're like no mike? and then you no. went ghost for a minute i'm like oh he's pissed about finnegan's comment god mike i'm all of mike's i'm very disappointed yes. i thought you'd no. be proud of the beard he does look like a homeless guy squatting in a shop that's fair do not look homeless so you at the end of the day awesome. do, you, do you side with the employer or the ex-employee i uh, do i can't take any size in this whole thing this is this is some Judge Judy shit, and it's way out in left field. And <sighs> so, legally speaking, I side with the owner of the shop, so long as the oil or grease or whatever in the coins really was not there and it was sensationalized. If yeah. it was legal tender that he didn't fuck with, which I don't see why he would, because it's like he's already getting his point across. Yeah. So that's my only like, if that if 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 the oily change was bullshit, then I I side with the shop owner. I don't side with the way he carried out his like his rant was like yeah it's, it's like he was on trial for murder <laughs> that he didn't commit the murder but somehow he brought the murder weapon with him to the trial and was like this good right here this one i'll shoot it up right now pop, it's, pop, pop, pop. it's been with me this is the one you're all talking about this is what you're all looking, looking for, for? Yeah, it's been with me the whole time never left my side right here huh. Man, so i don't dude. know what the hell y'all talking about i just <laughs> So it, this takes an interesting turn even more. Oh, this keeps going? There's one, there's one more twist that makes Dude. it, I feel bad. Let's go! All right. So all this dust settles. This, this ex-employee who was touching himself in cars maybe has uh, 
<laughs> has gotten his pay and the owner of the shop has moved on. Well, the dust settles, everything's back to normal, except for the fact that the U.S. Department of Labor started sniffing around Mr. Miles Walker's business. So it's Miles, not Mike Walker, by the way. So Miles has the Department of Labor in his shit now. And it appears, I don't know for a fact, and I don't know what happened here, but it appears as if the final jab of this ex-employee had to have prompted some closer inspection of the business practices. So either that or cancel culture just made a loud enough scream to make them like, we better look into this dude. Please stop saying cancel culture because this is not cancel culture. I they're disagree. Not, they're not that big. They're not that big. It doesn't, ma- it doesn't matter how big you are. The society made this story. Everybody, every single computer, every phone. It, at what point will you realize that when everybody is reading about it, they became that big? If it became that big of a story. When a company gets 3,000 plus <laughs> negative reviews for no reason other than this, how is that not cancel culture? I don't know that it's... It's okay to be wrong. You could say you're wrong. Maybe I'm wrong in this. I wouldn't, I I guess, I don't know. I lump cancel culture in, I think knee-jerk reaction and cancel culture are two separate things. Unless the knee-jerk reaction comes from people that are pining at the chance to cancel something. They can't, yeah, I'll give you that. They can, they can transcend and they can, you know. So let's let's, let's boil this down real quick because I we're making I, just, some I don't I, I guess I think so, like cancel culture is just like more Hollywood thing and just like sexual assault kind of shit. No, I it's agree there, hundred percent. But you have like so ABC, NBC, CNN, they sensationalize it, media in general, and this isn't like right wing, left wing shit. Media right. in general for decades has the tabloids changed everything, right? Yeah. So the media has to sensationalize this stuff and to get it to a point where you do not want to click off that article. And by the time you finish that article, they want you to feel so passionate one way or the other that okay, you continue okay. to dive yeah. in. So yep. once that's achieved, now you have an entire, I mean, thousands of people that I, are in an uproar to destroy this business. My, I guess my, 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 my pushback on cancel culture is that I feel like I'm, I'm protective of the automotive journalism side of things. And I don't want the words cancel culture and automotive journalism to transcend and cross paths. So for me, but, I'm just like, this is my thing. Don't fuck with it. And I don't yeah. want that bullshit in your Hollywood, Kim Kardashian and blah, 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 whatever the fuck to go over here. So that, that's all I'm saying. So that's no, why I, I agree. I if take issue perfect, with the word cancel culture. In a perfect a world, bit. it wouldn't bridge, but I promise you it does. And it will continue to because it's like, <laughs> okay. So I mean, proof- for real. No, no, no. I get it. I get it. It's insane. It's, it's, I'm sorry. You my, said it my, best. my, my voice jerk- got high there. No, it's okay. But those <laughs> knee jerk reactions. It's like how many people want to feel like they're they belong to a cause, and if they could find if they're if the most work they have to do for this cause is leave a fucking Yelp review, that's the amount yeah. of motivation Americans have today. So cool, yeah. let's write a, let's write a bad review anyway. So at any yeah. at any rate, the government started looking into Walker's business, and per Business Insider, they have now filed a lawsuit against his shop. The lawsuit claims the auto repair shop bilked its workers out of money they were owed. The lawsuit accuses the company of repeatedly and willfully failing to pay time and a half for overtime, instead relying on relying on flat rate or of pay, regardless of whether someone worked more than 40 hours a week. So now this dude's in court and he's getting sued by the U.S. Department of Labor for, for back pay and for the people that worked there and for the taxes he would have owed on that pay. And as of December 30th of 2021, so couple weeks ago the case still shows us pending in the georgia northern district court so all his whole fucking stunt God, with the pennies dude. this whole stunt launched a can in, in layman's terms <laughs> have has ended over, him up in federal court over 915 dollars what a okay yeah now i'm 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 on the other side i'm i'm, the shop owner. That, I'm, I'm, I'm like, back man. with like shop owners of fucking idiot yeah Period. i mean and if anything else like i mean he was an idiot for getting himself into like tax issues and, and and paying his employees shitty but he drew the fucking attention on himself yeah like it's your own fault you? <laughs> it's your own fault <laughs> like start to finish he made that bed and he didn't want to lie in it yeah he wanted everybody wants to be gangster until it's time to do gangster shit and then now you got to go to court <laughs> the best is he, he posted up we will not be canceled and then it's like <laughs> i'm judge browntown i'm here presiding over this case Judge browntown <laughs> the best thank you judge browntown it's brownton it's brownton oh my god man (laughs) 
I was I was really trying hard to come up with a story that was easy enough to dip our feet in the water. And but at the end of the day, as I read each facet of this story, I buried myself deeper into one side or the other. And it was the flip flop was nonstop. Oh, uh, yeah, the, yeah. I think that's the, perfect. That's perfect well, for this because it got me flip flopping. And I the second the, when you finish the first part about how, and then you started like leading into how the dude's going to get paid. Like, I'm like, I knew this. I knew the story. I'm like, you're a pro. You were so pro shop that owner. Guy. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Because uh, I don't, I did what everybody else on social media does. I've like read the fucking, like the, the title and I'm like, oh, what a dick. And then yeah. just <laughs> scroll. Yeah. You're part of cancel culture. Yeah. I, <laughs> your face <laughs> holy shit all right i like this vibe for clapped out personally i love it let's keep this going next week i need you to make up a, a I... fallacious story about mike finnegan mm. no easier, easier, easier week, said but... than done but no 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 but i i, I got one in the chamber Good. leave it in your chamber then and i have your the pants. ability Hold to it. get firsthand fucking interview and i might be able to what do you think about having a guest on I think uh, explain I think, their I, side of the story. I think we could. Uh, there's a couple of people I want to say out loud right now that I know this is not about, but I want to throw them under the bus. I'm just gonna keep my mouth shut and we'll just you're, talk about it. You're not gonna get this person at all. I, I but I I have a a friend that. I, um, okay, why I, don't you save it and shut up? Just shut I, your mouth. How about that? Yeah, yeah. You I'm big saying, idiot. I got someone to tell. Some stories to tell. Maybe next week braid the beard so it doesn't show off so much in front of the camera. Dude, look at this fucking thing. This thing's awesome. For those of you listening to the podcast, his this, beard looks like it grew in a cave in Uzbekistan. This is what my chin used to be. It's so bad. <laughs> it's so, so bad. But it's so good. It's <laughs> it's almost been a year. Well, it's been a year since I retired. Has it really? Uh, yeah. Oh my uh, god, you have done nothing with your life. I haven't. January eleventh <laughs> was a year, and um, since then I have been a stay-at-home dad, and everybody in my freaking house has covid except for me and my littlest one so that's super fun to deal with i um i appreciate you being retired it's very nice Why? it's so nice to know that you're taken care of with my tax dollars you piece of shit <laughs> <laughs> it's brownton oh, it's brownton so the wrap up here is actually something we this self-deprecating and uh, shameless promotion. The earlier this week, a couple of days ago, actually, I had posted on Facebook concerning open partner slots for the podcast, which we historically have not monetized anything, with the exception of YouTube. So YouTube, we do we have monetized, so you have to sit through some ads if you want to watch our crappy videos. And we didn't, we're not going to do, we're not like, if, if Cotex wants to partner with us, we will sign that contract. Yeah. So this is going to be, we will sell out to anybody at any time is basically, we are worthless individuals from a character standpoint. Right. Is that the right way to pitch this? I think so. I mean, <laughs> to ourselves, <laughs> to ourselves, yeah. to other companies. I'm sorry. No, it, we, there's there's a fucking monsoon going on behind me. I don't know if anybody can hear that. Else, no, you can't. We got good microphones. We're pretty well equipped as a podcast. Okay, so there you go. That's a selling point for any potential investors. Yeah. Like hey, anybody, no matter, there could be children crying in the background yeah, profusely. Fuck, and, fuck them. Yeah, podcast goes on. <laughs> I could be doing desk. My, my entire family has COVID, and there's a monsoon, and we're still here to deliver you the. The mediocre mediocre content that we possibly can. The, the uh, rounding it back. So we had a title partner slot that had that was open, and we had three core partner spots that were open. Um, that was the way we structured this. So, uh, lack of better terms, title partner is the Clapped Out Podcast presented by such and such. That slot has been accepted and filled rather quickly um actually and i will go into detail next week's podcast yes. on who is going to be joining the team which is 
very exciting and appreciated. Um, we have one of our three cores that are filled. We have two, um, I think, I believe one of them's filled there. May, there's a little red tape around it, but worst case, we have three core partner slots that are available for this upcoming podcast season. And, uh, anybody that's interested in that can email either clapped out at gmail.com or Logan at clappedout.com. either way, happy to, to field those options and go from there. Um, and I say, we'll sell it to anybody, but we want to work with cool people. And we want to work with people that kind of, um, uh, mimic our views and our stance on motorsports, and, and we enjoy working with just cool people. And I feel that Rye echoes those same thoughts, but at any rate, uh, we have a couple of people that are discussing this with us. And if you are interested in joining forces for 2022, give us a shout, bear in mind, we do produce the podcast. Uh, we will be producing the podcast weekly with minor exceptions, um, out of town or holidays, things like that. And then also content posting across all our social channels and personal racing programs. So that is my five minute elevator pitch on partnering with the clapped out podcast. If you feel you'd be a good fit, like I said, clapped out at gmail.com or Logan at clappedout.com. Shoot us an email and we can go from there. Absolutely. I'm super stoked to see what this year holds. And I like the idea of revamping this and I'm more excited than ever to continue to do these like on a week to week basis. Um, and I love this new format. I really do. I think this is super fun. So yeah, I hate your beard though. So if we could fix that, not at all. All right. You I got know. a kid who's bawling her face off because there's a monsoon. So in the house, we'll put a roof on the house. You broke fuck. She just pointed out here crying. I had to tell her to go find her sister. <laughs> so, and she's got a band aid on her head and I'm not sure what that's about. So <laughs> no different than you. Coming I'd be like, Hey, garage. go to your mom. But her mom's got, fucking covid and oh man everybody does i'll tell you what tell her to cough in a jar and send it to me because i want to get my immune system up to snuff mark thomas uh okay can we talk i got a couple minutes here um drag week podcast yeah i don't know we're gonna see how this goes drag week uh dates were announced for september and the locations registration hasn't gone live yet um logan and i got some stuff to talk about with that uh i know scott from drag week is itching and chomping at the bit to do it um my car is probably down for all of 2022 for some substantial updates that we will talk about on a later podcast or no balls, no another balls. video. Um, let's just say uh, I got a new cage and a new motor coming and, uh, and I'm not scared at all. Sick week is not going to happen for us. Uh, Rocky Mountain race week. One of them may be possible. Um, not with kill face unless Logan wants to take the RX seven. I'd be totally down to do that. Yeah, I'd like to do something more than like drive the car more than, you know, once. It'd be, be cool. cool. I'd sell my automatic if anyone wants to buy it. I'm put a stick back in it. So anyway, uh, I see my wife in the comments and she's probably wondering why I've not addressed the fact that our daughter is crying. So this has been the Clapped Out Podcast. Head over to clappedout.com slash store. And we look forward to see you guys at the next installment where yeah. I write the script and I am in control. We got, yeah, don't forget, we got koozies coming. Yeah. Koozies. Koozies. Goodbye. Bye.